Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Conversations with Olivia Jade, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Conversations with me, your host, Olivia Jade. We all know this already. I am honestly so, so, so excited about today's episode because I'm bringing on a dear friend, somebody I know personally, and somebody that you guys probably have seen through the media and just being around and being a host for so many years and you probably already know from the title but today we have Billy Bush coming on the podcast and I am just thrilled I want to get honestly some advice from him because he's been in the industry for so long and I think that he has so many wise and uh, just key points to make it and so you don't drown in this whole thing but I also want to talk to him about things that he's been through and things that I can relate to and um yeah, with all that being said, please welcome Mr. Billy Bush. What's up, kiddo? What's up, Billy Bush? How are you? Very well. Very well. 2022, I'm nine pounds down in 11 days. Are you serious? Yeah. How? What have you, did you cut out alcohol? No, I cut off a leg. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. That's a heavy leg. No, I'm going boozeless. You know what? Your father. Oh, gosh. If he can go boozeless for like a month at a time and he's 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 gone longer, uh, I, then I can go like, you know, yeah. two weeks. Although I'm making the move from dry January, I think, to damp January. I'm hearing this term out there and I like it. What is that? Where you just dabble a little bit, but not full send? Weekends only. Okay. Weekends only. I should join you in that endeavor, even though I'm not nearly as crazy as you and my dad, but... 
could be good for oh, me. No, you're 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 young. I would go hard in the paint if I were okay, you. Okay, thank fun. you for the advice. Well, welcome on the podcast. Thank you so much. I am really excited because I feel like I've been talking to you about this for quite some time. And I think Well, good for you for doing it. Thanks. Bravo. Thank you so much. Um, you can also jump in and carry as much as this of this conversation as you want because you are the pro at everything that has to do with this. But for those that don't know you, do you want to just give a little intro as to who you are? I'm Billy Bush, and I've been doing this far too long. <laughs> uh, the host of Extra, before that, Access Hollywood. Very briefly, the Today Show, two months. Um, but uh, father of three girls. And a uh, friend of your father and your mother. Yep. And uh, a golfer, patriot, advocate, uh, philanthropist, bicyclist, wh whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up. That's perfect. Well, honestly, I think something that I kind of want to start out with is I don't even really know this. I don't think I've really ever had an in-depth conversation with you. But obviously, people know your last name and it's very connected to politics. And I'm curious how you went the route of journalism. Well, no one would ever vote for me. Um, so I thought, would, would, would they possibly, you know, um, watch me? I, TV I found later. I was in, um, in college and I found the college radio station and started having a lot of fun on that. You know, just calling buddies and putting them on the air and, and uh, playing some music. And I really fell in love with the radio. And after I graduated college, I spent seven years in radio before touching local television, which, of course, then led to uh, everything else. But radio was my first love, which we're kind of doing right now. Yeah, it kind of feels like that. Yeah, I started in radio in Lake Winnipesaukee, New Hampshire, up in I mean, very, very small town, 3000 watt station, an unrated market. It was so small. The, the Arbitron ratings care, didn't even care about it. But I started in sales because the general manager of the station was like, yeah, you can be on the air, but we're going to pay you $5 an hour. No kidding. $5 an hour. You're not going to make any money, but you seem to have a decent personality. Maybe, you, you know, you could sell some advertising. Well, there is no harder job, I'm convinced, in the world than selling air to people. I mean, it's not you have to sell them on this idea of filling 60 seconds of air. It was brutal. Doors slammed in my face everywhere. But I broke through as a sales guy by figuring out this lesson. Everybody buys differently. You buy, you, you, you make a different decision when you buy, Olivia. The, the car dealer makes it different. This guy, the biggest advertiser was Plymouth Auto Village and Tilton Ford, a duopoly, a huge car dealer duopoly. And they were advertised on seven out of the eight radio stations in the Lakes region of New Hampshire. I was the eighth. And I'm like, what? This guy's spending so much money. How come he's not doing it here? I went to see the guy. Lo and behold, he slams the door in my face four or five times. My boss finally says, you have to go back one more time and ask him why he won't buy from you. So I go and I show up and they said, why won't you buy from me? I just wanted to know that one thing before you throw me out again. Yeah. He said, well, you know what? If you had a nice set of legs and a good set of buns, you know, maybe we'd... Uh, Maybe we'd get somewhere. And I went, oh, okay. It just so happens that we have an exchange program with uh, this radio station in Sweden. And we have this new girl working for us named Olga. I could send her up here on Monday and maybe we'd get that. He goes, now we're talking. I no said, great, way. no problem. Thank you for that information. I left. I come back Monday morning. 
the midday woman on the uh, on the station had lent me her heels. She was a tall woman. Her heels, her mini skirt, her wig, her lashes, her lipstick, a pair of socks in the rolled up Daisy Duke style. I pull in. I had already pre-written the largest contract our station had ever seen. I printed it out. This was like more money than we make in a quarter. I walk in. The little guy sitting behind his desk. They're busy on the sales room floor. I walk in. I put my foot up on it. Everybody in the showroom stops. They're looking, going, oh, my, what is this? Her? I mean, this is New Hampshire, right? Northern New Hampshire. Oh, my God. So they're all freaking out. The service guys in the back bays, they come out. They're in the floor. Everybody's going crazy. I walk over. I put my foot up on this little man's desk. And I said, Mr. Vincent, my name is Olga from the Oldies 105 radio station. Billy Bush sent me here. He didn't tell me how cute you are. Look at you. Oh, my God. I put my foot up. He looks at me and he goes, Jesus, kid, you have some balls. Oh, my God. And I put the contract out in front of him. I held my composure. They're all cheering, going crazy. He takes out his pen. He signs the biggest radio contract our station had ever seen. Bam, it goes through the roof. I make the sale. I leave. I go in town. I get a couple beers with a friend. It's terrific. And just as I'm leaving, I'm driving out of town. And there's my other client. I managed to get on Community Bank and Trust. A great, the president was Ron Sibley. I'll never forget little Ron. He's sitting in his office. There's a light on in there. This is he goes, yeah, how fast word travels in a small town. Mm-hmm. I decide, you know what? I've had a little couple beers. Let me say goodbye to Ron. Let me say hi. I knock on the door. Ron Sibley comes and opens the bank door. And he says, hello, Billy. I said, Ron, I'm sorry to bother you. I just wanted to stop in and, and say hello. He goes, no problem. I'm just so sorry you're not wearing a dress. <laughs> that is honestly one of the greatest stories I've ever been told. I've been dying to get a chance to tell that story to someone in some sort of public forum. So you're the you're the you're the one who is gets this, that is story. Is this the first hit on this story? Have you never talked about that on any of your shows? It's the first hit on this. Absolutely, the first hit on this story. But it it, it does go to show you, like in life, right? Yeah. Like everybody buys differently. There's a way to get almost anything done. You just got to know who you're dealing with. That is so true, and the persistence too is so admirable. <laughs> the fact that you walked oh. in with heels and you oh, stomped so on nervous. his desk is the funniest thing I've ever heard. And it's genius. Well, yeah, I mean, and you know, it was such a moment. He was totally peer pressured, the, the crowd cheering. Yeah. He had to then sign, you know, which was, I don't know, like 10 grand a month or something. But in that wow. kind of in that area, it's unbelievable. I wow. then moved to a lake house and bought a small boat. Wow. OK, so then what happened after that? encounter so then you got the you sold it well then eventually the i i i, I was accounting for about 50 percent, if not a little more of the of the radio station sales and so they, i became the sales manager but i'm like this isn't what i wanted to do this mm-hmm. isn't what i came for so i said to the guy who was running the station look i gotta sell very less i'll manage my accounts but i need to take over one of the full-time shifts I had the leverage. He gave it to me. Two months of being on the radio full time and I packed up my bags and left. And where did you go? And on to Greener Pastures. Yeah, I ended up in in Rockville, Maryland, which serviced the D.C. market on a classic rock station. So I was getting slightly younger. I started on an oldies station and then I went to a classic rock station a year into that. 
the brand new top 40 station picked me up as the morning drive host at 25 years old. Wow. You know, what's so interesting to me, too. I feel like when you come from like some any sort. Well, I can kind of relate to this, but or how I feel in my life is like since people know that I come from some sort of family that's like in the business or in an industry, I think that there's like a big misconception that you don't have to work as hard. And honestly, just even from the first story you just told, like hearing that you went in after time after time of being declined and then dressing up as a woman, even though you did grow up around people that were very influential and you probably did have great connections and opportunities. But I I just think it's it's something that I feel like most people maybe wouldn't assume, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah, I would say the, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, the the being raised, I was certainly raised in privilege. There's no mm-hmm. question about that. But as far as like getting into Hollywood or this business, I mean, I don't know. Last time, if, if you check, it's a it's a pretty liberal town. A guy named Bush doesn't really get right. to dictate how far he goes. You really got to cut your own swath. In fact, in my first contract at NBC, way back when I first signed with Access Hollywood in 2001, I made it mandatory that they were never allowed to introduce me or refer to the Bush family as far as politics. Mm-hmm. Because I really, you know, you, 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 you live by that sword, you die by that sword. Focus less on the bush. Don't ride the bush. Ride the billy. Believe in the billy. Yeah. And so no one knew for the longest time. I still have people like, wait a minute. No way. You're connected. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I didn't even really know that until I was talking to my mom recently. Well, I tell you what, if you want to be a long term player and be serious in the biz and all that, you you, you can't. I don't think it's wise to 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 ride the easy door in or the Mm -hmm. more notable the gimmick. I mean, you know. You build a career. I've been at, I've been a broadcaster for 20, oh man, I don't know, since 1994, if you include radio, so almost 30 years. Wow. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. So then at what point did you really, when it really started to pick up and you were on access and then um, extra now, obviously, but like when you move to LA and you start your family, like at what, give us a little timeline. My career, I, I knew I would make it in television. Well, I knew I'd make it in television when I started at Access Hollywood. My boss was like, he was a little frustrated with me. One, I looked terrible. I had like corduroy jackets and had, my hair was all over the place. I didn't look like your slick, you know, entertainment guy. Or I find you know, that I hard to believe. Helmet, you know. I Well, I'm smooth as can be now. <laughs> uh, I wasn't... I was a total ruffian. I mean, right out of, you know, uh, certainly not central casting, but I covered, I, my first interview was with Sir Ian McKellen, Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, right? This guy's a great, serious Shakespearean actor. And I interviewed him at Sardi's restaurant off Broadway. And I prepared meticulously for the interview. And I did about a 45 minute sit down interview. My best Barbara Walters, and the boss says, look, he said, Jesus, dude, this is Access Hollywood. It's not Dateline. I'm looking for a moment, just a moment. If the drink spills on the table, it's a moment. If you get, you know, if, if there's a laugh about something, it's a moment. We're a show about moments. I said, oh, OK, I got it. And then the next thing I started just turning in moments. And yeah. the first one, I think, was the Victoria's Secret fashion show, Heidi Klum, Giselle Bündchen, Tyra Banks, wow. the OG supermodels. I mean, the bosses of bosses. And I went, they were all doing makeup and they let the press come in. And I brought in three large pizzas from across the street as a delivery man. The camera's rolling. And I said, pizza for Klum, pizza for Klum. And Heidi's like, what? Me? And all the girls, they they've, been, they've been getting ready for this fashion show. So they've been watching their diets. And the pizzas came in and everybody devoured them. And it was really fun. That's a clever way. Yeah. So it was just a moment, right? Pizza right. For no one had ever seen that kind of thing. Right. So moments. That's like the key kind of thing that you've taken yeah, away moments. from. Yeah, that makes sense. Moments. Okay. I'm like taking that as a note for myself because I still feel like I'm new at all of this. And this is one of my, I mean, this is really one of my first, I think I've only released like five or six episodes so far of the podcast so they say five is the number for legitimacy right you got to have five if you want to get to all the platforms or something like that is that a thing i think so um, if you unless say you're it, working i believe for it. I Heart and amy sugarman unless you work for a woman named amy sugarman who's <laughs> very not. powerful shoot um well yeah so i think that's actually some great advice and also i was wondering about the I don't know how much you want to get into certain things. So I won't pry. About setback in your life? Yeah, setback because I think I can life? really yeah. relate. And I've talked to you privately before when I went through like my family stuff about just honestly, just being in sure. the media is something that I can um, understand. And when you do have a setback, like just some advice, not even just for me, but for those that have had setbacks too in different capacities, like 
in the darkest times how you kind of got through it because I know you and you're such a lighthearted, fun man to be around. But obviously you went through some. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, look, it's like uh, cancel culture is a little bit like um, it's kind of like, you know, uh, my dad used to say about a motorcycle accident. If you have a motorcycle, if you haven't been in an accident, you will be. There's two types of motorcycle riders. Right. Those who have been in the accident, those who will be in the accident. And at this rate, if you haven't been canceled, your time is coming because we're 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 getting into an area that's and I'm the OG. I, I guess I'm the OG of cancel culture. I don't know. But we're mm-hmm. getting into an area where if someone has a thought that is not a good thought, an intrusive thought, they could be fired for it. Mm-hmm. Um, y- you know, the rules are getting all life is gray area. Right. And we live in this black and white prism that somehow has has ruled our culture. I, I, you know, Steve Harvey just talked a little bit about it. Um, I can tell you this. It's. When it ha- it happened to me, it took me. Oh, I think it took me till recently, probably four years to really, you know, four or five years to really get. That's how long ago it was to be to through the PTSD mm-hmm. because um, it's it's brutal. I mean, you 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 know, you're, I'm providing for my family. I have a livelihood. You know, I'm and all of a sudden you're unhirable for three years mm-hmm. in the business that you love. Um, you know, what did you do in tough. that meantime in those three years? Well, first I drank a lot of alcohol. Uh, very hard. The bottle became my, my, my bestie. Mm -hmm. Uh, then I put it down and just started figuring, okay, like behind me over my shoulder, I have about, you know, 30 books or something. I've read every one of them. Mm. They're all in the self-help area. Uh, I went to a retreat for 10 days in uh, Northern California, no phones, no electronics, uh, just about trying to get the first foot forward again. Right get walking again, went to Tony Robbins. I mean, I did everything I possibly could. In the end, it just, it takes time. And what you really want to do is own your own stuff. Right. The best thing for me, I finally realized, is to own my faults, own my role, own accountability for me and let everyone else who, whatever they did, let them do that for themselves or if they're not going to, Fine. I can only be responsible for myself. And frankly, in the end, I'll tell you what it gave me. It gave me a tremendous blessing. Hmm. And that is, and you can relate to this. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of value in knowing what it feels like to be down. Yeah. Makes you approach other people a different way. Makes you think twice before you cast judgment on someone. Mm -hmm. Makes you kind of have a have a more open heart to other people because everybody's going through something we all suffer. Yeah. And I think also it's really interesting about just cancel culture in general. I mean, right now it's at new heights because although like four or five years ago, as you were saying, it was obviously still around. You're the OG. But now it's just like you could just post the wrong thing, say the wrong thing. And instantly with social media and the bandwagon effect, I feel like it's just almost too easy. But I also think that it's interesting because it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, I think that I think that it's just I mean, my perfect example would be you obviously were in a situation that was a mistake on I'm sure a lot of people's parts and whatever it was. I'm not going to speak on that. But, 
you know, like you lost your job and then somebody also became the president who's who also was in the car and said certain things. Um, and I just find it really interesting, though, like what I just always think about, like, what is the what's the decipher like of who gets canceled and then somebody becomes the president? It's like mind blowing well, to me. No one can understand the algorithm of, of crime and punishment. Mm -hmm. Does the punishment fit the crime? There is an algorithm. Some people can do amazing things. Like there are certain late night hosts. We don't have to go back and cancel them retroactively because I don't know. Maybe they're on the right side of the prevailing media narrative, right? So they're considered protected. Uh, maybe they're, you know, it, it depends on where you fall on the pendulum and there's always usually someone to gain when someone's down. Mm. I am very good now at seeing all the pieces of the puzzle. It's never just a, oh, that was someone's, if someone's going down, someone's going up. Mm. There, there's a seesaw effect. You know, I'm working on a new show coming up, uh, a project that I have, uh, which will be able to lift that curtain and show the little man pulling the strings there, the little wizard of Oz in the background of who's all the machinations of what's going on, where and who's doing what, you know, so people can see. Now that I've survived, there's so much ample material for me to analyze. Um, and in the end, you know, I in my life, people have, I think there are very few people left who say, let's punish Billy Bush. I right. think, uh, I think uh, right? So now I'd like to do what I can to embrace the gray area again mm -hmm. and open people's hearts. And first question you got to ask, Olivia, is does anyone here, when something happens to someone, mm -hmm. say, wait a minute. Before we judge, does anyone here have the wiring inside them to maybe have done something similar at some point on a bad day? Do you have it in you? Mm. If you don't, go ahead, judge away. Right. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true because it's we live in a society, though, where, you know, if everybody's worst moments were caught on camera. I was actually talking to a friend about this recently. This is a really this is not a serious idea, but we were talking about there should be a day. I swear, and like some somewhere in the near future, because it needs to happen where everybody, whatever video they have, whatever evidence or proof of their worst moment or the worst thing they've said or something that's a mistake that you Ooh. wouldn't want public. Just one day, national, like annual time, whatever it is, everybody just throws it up at the same time. So it's everybody's worst mistake out there. And then it's like, how can you even judge anybody? <laughs> That's so brilliant. I call that the buyback program. They do it with guns, right? In major cities, they'll say, okay, it's the buyback program. If you have a weapon, bring it forward on this day and there will be no prosecution for you or anything. Yeah. You have an illegal weapon of some kind, come in, turn it in. Everybody take their worst moment, offer it up. It would be such a therapeutic session. It kind of would be. I once did a terrible thing. I, I, I you know, next, <laughs> you go around, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's what we were talking about. I was just like, it would just, I think it would eliminate so much judgment because then you'd, you'd finally look in the mirror and be like, oh, wait, I actually, I've messed up a lot of times too. And I wouldn't want that for everybody to judge and see and read every day for years. Like, There's, you mentioned a very interesting thing here because. There is a gotcha element. If people feel like they gotcha, then it can be very shameful and very punishing. But if mm -hmm. you come forward on your own, it's a different story. Like Dave Letterman had a, some indiscretions with people on his staff and it was a big story. But at the time he was being extorted by a man and he came forward and said, I will not be extorted. This is a terrible thing. Yes, I've had some indiscretions and I haven't conducted myself perfectly, but I will not. 
I will not be extorted by this man. And he came forward. People were like, good for you. Nothing happened. Wow. He came forward first. He beat them to the punch. Yeah, it so is a gotcha moment. if you are moment. in trouble and you know it's about to happen, Come get forward. on Twitter fast. <laughs> yeah, admit, admit Be the quick. one that brought it out. Take it from us. Yeah. Um, when did you realize you could come back? And like after you did a lot of like self-work and you took time, um, at what point were you like, okay, I'm ready to like jump back into my job and do what I love again? I just had served my time uh, in the by, over, you know, depending on how you feel. I mean, uh, extra was um, they needed a captain, uh, you know, uh, the host for the for the show. And I don't think anyone would ever say that I wasn't good at my job. Right. So they were like, yeah, I think this makes sense. And let's grab him. And if he wants to go. And so I met with uh, actually Lisa G, the producer, slid into my DMs. Can we have lunch? And there we decided, let's do a different type of show. Let's change the format a little bit. And sure, let's get rocking. And so, um, you know, back we went. Wow. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey guys, it's Ben. And Ashley. From the Almost Famous Podcast. It's that time of year where drama fills the air. The Bachelor is back with an all-new season premiering January 3rd. There's a new host, Jesse Palmer. And a brand new Bachelor, Clayton Eckerd. Clayton is a Midwest boy that has that great smile, nice teeth, and he's really tall. Ash, let's call it what it is. He's a beefcake. 
Okay, well, Clayton seems to be a good guy, though, and he can't wait to find love, get married, and have kids. And he believes more than anything that his future wife is on this show. It sounds like a fairy tale, but also a bit of an emotional roller coaster because Clayton tells three different women he's falling in love with him. Technically, he told one, I couldn't be more sure that I'm falling in love with you. And another one, I'm falling in love with you. And the third one, I am in love with you. You don't miss a thing. It's from years of overanalyzing everything that guys say. But his heart is in the right place. Sure. But other parts of him, not so much. (laughs) As we find out when he admits to two different women that he was intimate with, both of them. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go over well. We'll be breaking down it all on the Almost Famous podcast. Ben is married now. Well, and Ashley's a mom. Will it change our opinions of what we think is acceptable single behavior? Ooh, good question. Listen to Almost Famous on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who's the Who's your most favorite favorite guest or like memorable moment you've had on? Any any show you've ever hosted? Is there oh one? Oh my gosh! Well, I used to do Access Hollywood Live, which was a little, you know, the live daytime version, hour long of Access Hollywood back in the day. I loved doing that more than anything. It was so fun. We had John Corbett, um, Aiden, you know, for whatever from uh, from Sex in the City, the actor. He would come, he stripped down one time when he got the music was going, and he stripped down to his maroon skivvies. That was a big laugh. Uh, We did more fun, spontaneous things. I once interviewed Mike Tyson. I said, Mike, I had nowhere to go. Like we were out of the interview, but I had a little more time. Uh And I said, so I just I said, Mike, a lot of people have told me you have a beautiful singing voice. How is it that I have never heard this? I have no idea if Mike Tyson can sing. I'm assuming probably not (laughs) that well. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden he's like, he goes, what? I go, work with me, Mike. I've been told by multiple reliable sources that you have a fantastic singing voice. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm going down. I'm (laughs) sinking. The moment is not happening. He looks at me like I've got seven heads. And then finally he goes, who let the dogs out? (laughs) How do you, like, live, did you feel the pressure when you had to interview people live so much more than obviously, like, a pre-recorded? So funny. I used to always say on our live show back in the day, I'd say, you know what? I don't know if it's today or tomorrow or a few months from now, but at some point I'm going to say something that's likely going to get me fired. And I'm just, you know, getting ready for it. It ended up being something from 11 years earlier that was in a tape vault. Uh, but, you know, it, because I saw the direction uh, we were going, you mm-hmm. know, in the, and I always felt me on live TV is a terrible mis- It's it's a risky endeavor, but it can be fun. Right. 99% of the time, it's really fun. Maybe 1%. Oh, <laughs> there's nothing better than, than, than you know, walking that tight rope every day. Yeah. It's, uh, it can be terrifying. Sure. I would always just say, and we're clear when the show was over. I'd say, and we're clear. And I would just go, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Positive. <sighs> okay. I made another day. Yeah. That's how I felt when I was on Dancing with the Stars with the live shows. Obviously, I didn't have to speak, but I was like, after they were like, and it's over and you're off camera and you run off stage, you're like, OK, I didn't fall. I didn't say anything bad. I didn't mess up like on to the next week. Hope for the best. And what? A, excuse me, but what a hoofer you are. The dancing is unbelievable. Have you danced <laughs> since? 
I haven't. I was t- I was on the phone with my uh, the guy that was my pro Val uh, like two days ago, and I was like, Merikovsky. Yes, and I was like, please, I really want you to like introduce me to somebody because he doesn't do private training. Obviously, it was just for the show, um, and he said he would hook me up with a really great instructor. So that's like upcoming, but I really miss it. I do. It was such a you great were experience. Very, very good. I knew you'd take to it well, but not as well. I mean, as well as you did. That that was impressive. And I know your your parents were both unbelievably moved. Your dad had tears in his eyes. It was so cute. That's so sweet. Yeah, I think I got the I think I got the moves from Moss, although I've only ever seen those moves come out of my dad when he's had some tequila. But I had to do it sober. Which was way scarier, and not and not afraid and not afraid to do so. I believe I'm playing golf with him on Saturday, so uh, I'm hoping that I that my dry January will probably segue it's turning into damp. damp. <laughs> it's turning damp, and it's turning damp quickly. And he has a tremendous golf. His, his golf company is through the roof. I mean, it's, I know. it's doing incredibly Shout well. Out. I get people sending pictures, and yeah, he is doing pretty well. What advice would you give me? Obviously, you know my parents. You know I'm a young 22 year old woman living in LA trying to figure out my next move and what do you have anything that you could maybe tell your younger self or something that I could take away yeah you got I think you got a tremendous life lesson very early and you know there's it 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 comes with many different you know um facets to it I mean one is things are very unpredictable uh you know, when 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 there's an error made, you own up. Uh, you're you went through a period of feeling down, mm-hmm. all the way down. Like, am I ever going to get back? I I I don't know. That type of feeling is very causes a lot of anxiety and stuff. But it really also makes you a warmer, nicer, kinder, you know, more empathetic person. And we need more people like that. So I think going forward, you have a lo- a lesson that. You never saw it coming. It was never on the, you know, it just, it occurred. And you now, I think, have the fortification to really dominate in whatever you want. One, you're smart and, and you know, the, you, you've got those things, but you've got the fortification. I hope you never look back. I hope you just, you know, blast forward knowing, well, the worst is behind me. Right. That can be fuel for you. Yeah, for sure. Did you when you guys went through your hiccup and obviously you have daughters, what was did did they take away or learn from that situation? Was that like a really challenging time as a family? Yeah, uh, only because I was despondent. You know what I mean? I mean, the, the, the they were I had a couple of frank conversations with my girls. I've you know, I've they know who I am. Of course, the, you know. They also know that there's that back then, you know, when 12 years before that there was a, a desperate little guy that wanted to make it in the business who was young and and, and naive and 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 a suck up and right. wanted, and was was his lips were numb from kissing celebrity ass. <laughs> I mean, it was like I I was. But of course, that's what we want to embrace. Right. Is evolution. Right. By the at the time I was fired, I was a completely different man. Right. I was not a boy. I was I was a man. I was a man. I controlled the set. I'm on the Today Show. I'm a I'm the guy that people walk in and say, oh, I grew up watching you with my mom or something. And then they're sitting with you're a different person in the room. Right. You mm-hmm. have a different weight in the room. 
I couldn't have been a lighter weight back in the, you know, at that moment. So I think it's, you know, I think it's important that we, um, that we let people evolve. Mm -hmm. We let people screw up. We embrace failure again. Oprah said it wasn't the little successes that led to the big success. It was the little failures that informed the big success. Right. Yeah, it's so true. So what's next? I got a great project that uh, um, that we're that we're working on uh, now, but um, is exciting. I've learned been in the business too long to mention that uh, at this point, although I'll whisper it to you later. OK, uh, but, you know, you don't want to you don't want to jinx yourself. Totally. Uh, there's that. There's that. And then there's just um, I've been dry in January. This is like. This is fantastic. I'm seeing my cheekbones again. This is record breaking. (laughs) You look great. I dropped nine pounds in 11 days. That's so wild. Isn't that incredible? Nine pounds in 11 days. I'm like. That also just goes to show how much, I mean, sugar and just calories and everything that's in booze. The fact that you can go sober for a week and. So here's my mission. Hmm. Can't go dry, period. I'm mean, that's just that's not in me. So I like damp. <laughs> I like damp 2022 weekends only maybe, but the mission is to make booze special again. In what way? Instead of like a Tuesday cocktail while I'm watching whatever. Right. You know, it's make it special. Like look forward to it. You've You've yeah. served your penance all week and now you've played golf. It's five o'clock on Friday. Get me a cold martini, baby. <laughs> and you're shaking the martini and you're pouring it. And you haven't had four cocktails on the golf course. And so you're tired at that point. Right. No, you've played golf because it's a sport. It's, you don't drink during sports. And then a nice cocktail afterwards. You look forward to it. It's special again. Right. That's actually such a great idea. And I think that this is a wonderful endeavor for you. Yeah, you get a little blubber off you too, and you know you see the cheekbones. And yeah, you should. Likes a blubbery. I'm fifty. Okay, you were never blubbery. I would not use that word to describe you, but bloated, bloated. <laughs> Everybody okay. used bloated. You're allowed. <laughs> Whatever you want. I'm like so nervous to say anything. I'm like, oh, is this going to be taken the wrong way, or somebody going to be offended? See, that's the thing. <laughs> Wait, you just touched on something so important. The way our culture is going with the whole cancellation and all this business and, and, and penalty and penalty, you know, death by career, career death for a slip up or anything like that, whatever the circumstances are, we're losing interesting people. We're mm-hmm. losing voices that matter. Like, you know, the, the heretics of, the, of, of history are the ones that informed us and, and made us in many ways who we are. So if we lose those people's daringness Mm. to say interesting thoughts or things that are different or go out on a limb. I mean, we're really sanitizing too much. I mean, that's what's fascinating about our discourse are wildly differing opinions. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, I always say that I'm like, I don't want to speak on And I even had my sister on one of the episodes and Bella is very, uh, I think she's just like very direct, a little bit more sarcastic and she really doesn't care about I think she cares, but just not to the same degree about being canceled and stuff like she just is like, well, own your say what you got to say. Like, this is your life. If people they don't have to watch, they don't have to listen. Like, she's just a little bit more uh, 
free and open with her thoughts. And I second guess everything that comes out of my mouth because I think I have trauma from everything that happened with my family where I'm like, yeah, I don't ever want to wake up and see a text from my agent of an article link again. Like, I don't ever want to see like I'm so freaked out to mess up again that I almost rather yeah. just like sit in silence. Just be like, let somebody right. else do the talking. Yeah, I, like you're afraid to like a Barstool Sports Instagram because it's a little, you know, mm, maybe not so, you know, it's a little off color or something. And if you like it, people are like, oh, you like that. You're a bad person. Oh, God, what have I done? Right. But that's, you know, we have bloggers out there. It's, it's called the link economy. We have bloggers out there and they get paid upon not, they don't, they don't get a Pulitzer. You get paid on page views. So whatever can be mined, this conversation right now between mm -hmm. you and I will be mined. Right. And something will be put out. You know, someone will probably find something and say, oh, back up the wambulance. You know, two canceled people crying right. or whatever they'll say. Who knows? Right, who right, cares? Right. But right now, where I am, what I will likely do is either pound them back or uh, <laughs> or call them on the phone or I don't know, something like that. Enough's enough. No more here. Right. Well, that's I won't be doing that. I'll be sitting in my room like, no, no you'll be one. underneath soon. You'll be underneath the bed with a pillow yeah, over your head. Exactly. But I'll let you do the calling for sure. For sure. That I love it. I love nothing. I love more than calling a writer or a newspaper artist or, or, you know, some outlet and saying, let me ask you a question. Are you an idiot? What are you? What is wrong with that? Call them right to their face. It's always I've I, never, I can't stand dishonesty and I can't stand lazy work. I've never tried that. Never. Yeah, I wouldn't. I think I'm a little young still. I think I got to be, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, that yeah. whole like respect your I'm elders 50. thing. <laughs> I got to keep that. I have that. a few Fs left, but not not a ton. <laughs> I think also I get, I just want to see, this is exactly what I'm, you're going to see a perfect example of what I've been saying, how I'm scared to say anything, because I was going to go on to say, I don't want people to take what I'm saying the wrong way. Obviously, I'm in a huge position of privilege. Everybody knows that. You're a very you can you come from a privileged family as well, and you're in a position of privilege. And so I don't want this to be taken as me like I was canceled and I'm I'm complaining about it and it's not fair. And it's like I just hope people see that there is you know you own your I own my mistake and then got to move forward at some point and be able to talk about your experiences, right? Well, also, but if if you know if nobody has an opinion about you. And opinions go both ways. Maybe it's not working. That's probably I mean, a good point. You know, I've never had every as much as you. You know, you like me. I'm I'm a friend of your parents. Uh, we have a lovely, but not everyone does. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That's like, life. I've got plenty of detractors, and and I appreciate them. Yeah. You know, fine. That's life for you. Can't please everyone. That's life for everybody. I mean, I think. I mean, like Rosie O'Donnell. You were too young, but she used to be on The View mm -hmm. on ABC. And Rosie was a lightning rod. And people hated her or they loved her. But boy, the ratings were great. And she made the show. I wish she would go back on. Wow. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I won't take up any more of your time because I know you're a busy man and you got stuff to do. But I loved having you on. And I think you're a very wise man as well. So thank you. Thank you. And you're wiser than you expected to be at this age. Folks, Olivia Jade Janouli live from her apartment. Thanks so much. <laughs> See you. Bye.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.